Namaste. This is Ambika Devi, giving you an audio version of an article you can find on my blog at ambikadevi.com. Enjoy gaining knowledge of the weaving together and constant connection of yoga for the mind, Ayurveda for the body, and Jyotisha, the study of astrology for the spirit. Which works better? Affirmations, mantras, or prayers? September 15th, 2022. Copyright Ambika Devi. For me, there is no delineation or difference between affirmations, mantras, and prayers. I can easily see them as the same thing. However, when different masterful beings teach these to us, they are often portrayed as vastly different. A mantra is indeed a prayer and it is stamped with particular sounds, rhythms, and timing of use to supercharge its power. A prayer is what we learn through religious organizations appealing to the divine spirit, the omnipresence, perceived by the particular organization. An affirmation is likely the most common one that you are familiar with. This is a string of words used hoping to invoke change, likened to spell casting, which is why I believe it is so grossly misunderstood. For the past 46 years that I have been working in teaching metaphysics, I have seen a variety of inefficient uses of affirmations. Often long and lengthy phrases are written and repeated with virtually no successful outcome. This is sad to me. I spent 21 years working in clinics, helping clients survive through physical body pain and diseases, helping people holistically to heal and move forward in their lives. One of the biggest frustrations I experienced during those decades was that so many individuals would come to me too late. Many beautiful people with stage 4 cancer showed up that I was unable to help beyond giving them permission to stay home and die peacefully with their families and pets by their sides. I had begun the study of astrology in my preteen years at the age of nine, grabbing a hold of my first book by Ruth Montgomery. I continued to consume philosophy, reading everything by Hermann Hesse and more great writers. At age 16, I began studying Mandarin Chinese and became fascinated with the Tao Te Ching by Lao Tzu. I have it written in two ways in the article. The phrase, becoming is the way of the Tao, has always stuck with me. But what is it that we are here becoming? 
How can we invoke change, urging our lives in a more proactive direction? One of the first books I was given when I attended school for the study of massage therapy is Heal Your Body by Louise Hay. This was my first formal step into the study of metaphysics. Guided by this brilliant soul, I began to work as a detective with the pathology of diseases and went on to the study of blood types and genealogical effects on disease with Peter Dottimo. I had already spent five years as an apprentice learning the art of acupuncture and was taught in a very old-school method by a Mr. Miyagi-type Japanese-trained master. Yoga has always been a part of my life. So has meditation. These fuel my ability to study hard and fast, retaining volumes of knowledge. The Quakers introduced me to the art of sitting in silence when I was six years old. Every day, I am grateful for this teaching. It is in silent contemplation, not focusing on anything, that the most brilliant ideas come to me. Just after a session, upon returning to the sensations of being inside a physical body, is when these ideas flood in. The first time I heard one of my Far Eastern teachers speak what seemed like a perfect affirmation to me was in the early 1980s. I was sitting at the feet of one of the most powerful meditation instructors I have ever met. You can find the full story inside the pages of my book, Unfolding Happiness. We his beloved students simply called him Bonte, a term of endearment. One night, bathed in liquid green light, a favorite technique of his, we sat in silent meditation together as a group inside a beautiful house nestled in the dark woods of New Jersey. As always, following our silent meditation sessions, Bonte would take questions and answer them thoughtfully from his heart. On this night, he responded to one of the group members' queries punctuated with this phrase, Every day, in every way, I'm getting better and better. One month ago, I began taking a course entitled Self-Mastery Through Conscious Auto-Suggestion, virtually with one of my great teachers from Shivananda Ashram in the Bahamas. I have been studying with them continuously since my graduation from their teacher's training course in 2010. This was my fifth yoga teaching certification. My first was in 1978. Through the teaching of Swami Shivananda and his expert disciples, I am learning a greater depth of the many different scriptural writings and the axioms of yoga. In this present course, I am told that it is the only curriculum 
present director, Swami Swarupananda, Archaya of the Shivananda Ashram Yoga Retreat in the Bahamas, has ever created and taught. Also, that it did not come to us directly from the ancient writing of the Vedas, the Mahabharata, and its famous 18 chapters of the Bhagavad Gita, or the sutras of the great sage Patanjali. All of these are major cornerstones, creating the foundation of yoga philosophy. In this present class, we students are learning about Swamiji's inspiration coming from the philosophy and research of the French psychologist Emile Quay, who lived 1857 through 1926. Swamiji says that it is an offshoot of Vedanta theory and practice. It is the words of Emil Quay that my teacher Bonte was repeating. Every day, in every way, I'm getting better and better. We can also find these inspiring words in the song Beautiful Boy by John Lennon. Before you go to sleep, Say a little prayer. Every day, in every way, it's getting better and better. I am positive that Emil Quay is the one responsible for inspiring my teacher, Bonte, as I know he lived in Paris back then. Along with these luminaries, and just like Quay, I, too, had discovered that the mind is responsible for disease and not the body. It turns out that those who are considered New Agers from the 70s, along with the yogis, have been right all along. These beings have been speaking the truth of, we are not these bodies, we are not these minds, for centuries. However, I do not feel they have ever clarified this message as clearly as I am doing so today. What I am giving you is the ability to grab a hold of something that you can use to make profound changes that you are going to notice rapidly. A word of warning before I give this magic to you. I promise that as you practice this phrase and the methods I am suggesting, that you are going to see swift and seemingly huge changes in your life. I want you to remember that change is not always comfortable. On the contrary, it can be very uncomfortable and pull things rapidly away from you. Therefore, I need you to understand this in order to be prepared for what is about to happen moving forward. If it is evolution that you crave, you must be ready, willing, and able to let go of what no longer serves you. Ask yourself if you are ready to change your life now. The phrase that my beloved teacher used decades ago was a version that felt comfortable to him. It was fashioned directly from the words of Emil Quay, which are, day by day, in every way, I'm getting better and better. 
There are other paths I have crossed belonging to individuals using even more versions of this phrase, touting its magical flair. It wasn't until a couple of weeks ago when my blessed teacher added something that Swami Swarupananda suggests to the phrase. What this is producing is rapid and noticeable removal of things that no longer serve me. I urge you to add this if it feels comfortable to you. Here is the reconstruction that this illuminated teacher suggests. Day by day, by the grace of God, I'm getting better and better. Now, I know that some of you may not like the G word. If so, you can leave it out. But I promise you that when you add your divine connection to the omnipresence, that it is going to turbocharge your acceleration. I did not think to add it until just a couple of weeks ago when my teacher gently offered it as an idea. In my most recent lesson, I learned that it is perfectly acceptable for me to tweak this phrase even further as I see fit. It is also possible to construct even more versions specific to perceived needs. However, I can tell you that this seemingly simple phrase is potent. Before I give you another that I created this week, I want to explain something about affirmations and why you may not be experiencing change from them. All too often, the suggestions are more wordy and lengthy than needed. I suggest whittling them down and refining the thought when addressing self. Try to use I am if you can. This is one of the most powerful phrases we can say in any language, as it does induce change around our perceptions of ourselves. Keep your affirmations in the present tense. Placing your affirmations in the present tense is important. Therefore, I attract abundance or abundance flows freely to me becomes I am abundance. Craving the ability to overcome a disease becomes I am health. There are even more ways we can create greater and more rapid change. Try adding the idea of speed, immediacy, and everlasting energy to your phrases. These are a must to see fast results. The brilliant Emil Quay stated that his phrase, day by day, in every way, I'm getting better and better, is truly the only one we need. He calls this sentence the master changer. I have to admit, though, that once I began adding the idea of placing myself in the hands of the divine omnipresence, that I immediately began experiencing exponential and rapid change. 
This included relationships that I had lost, returning with great love and grace, as well as letting go of agreements and contracts that no longer serve my highest good. This goes back to the warning I gave you earlier. You must be ready to let go if necessary. If you are not ready to let go of what is hurting you, be careful. This magic I spell with a CK. To me, it is the most supernatural spell that we can cast on ourselves. A phrase I penned this week in the workshopping of ideas guided by my teacher is what I shall leave you with here. You are more than welcome to use it and share it. My request, though, is that if you choose to use it publicly in teaching, that you respectfully state the history of where it came from and how you found it. I believe that it is very important for us to always honor our teachers and the sources that change our lives by changing our mind relationships. This is what be the change you wish to see in the world means. Here is the phrase I created this week. Henceforth, growing rapidly, day by day, this body, mind, and spirit increase in levels of happiness, health, strength, and abundance, filling me with more peace and greater levels of love and joy guided by your hands and your grace, sweet Lord, so that I shall forever remain one with you. Many blessings, love, and magic always. Ambika Devi This article can be found on my blog at ambukadevi.com. While you're there, I invite you to join my newsletter and receive a free gift immediately, as well as free tickets to monthly virtual community gatherings. I look forward to hearing from you.